Alien life form. Looks like it's been dead a long time. Fossilized. Looks like it's growing out of the chair. Bones are bent outward. Like he exploded from the inside. <laughs> Welcome to Should You Watch This with the Popcorn Priest, the weekly podcast where movie enthusiasts, ex-movie theater projectionists, new and old friends take the time to talk about a movie that we just watched and answer that very question, should or shouldn't you watch this? We're continuing our special 12-part movie review breakdown of the Alien and Predator franchise in chronological order. Well, at least what we feel like is the yeah, chronological it order. It might be debate. There might be some debate, but this is the order we're doing it in. Yeah. It's, we're trying. We're, we're doing our, our very best. To it's find, been awesome doing it this way so far. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. It's it's really good. I think there are probably other ways to do it, but these the way we started is, is really good. Yeah. I'm your host, Chris Compton. Let's get into our review and breakdown of part three of our series with Alien from 1979. Sound is so sick. Sorry to talk about the trailer. It's so good. This is the first time I've had the trailer live. To the crew of the commercial vessel Nostromo. A word of warning. <laughs> A word of warning. <laughs> it just says it just says it like six times. Of warning. Can you imagine seeing Coming this? this summer to a theater near you? This doesn't feel like the movie felt, honestly. No, that felt that so felt like fast paced. Yeah. Well, there was a couple other trailers. The classic trailer is they're showing this like reptilian kind of skin, and then the camera's panning over it, and you see the like the horizon of something, but it's black. Mm. And then, and then it pans out, and there's like a an egg, but not like the egg in the movie because they hadn't. <laughs> they like made it before they made, designed. I think the they egg. made it before, and then there's like this weird little crack in the egg, and then the then light like bursts out of it, and, it, and there's no there's no odd uh, other than that. There's nothing. You no can't like use that talking. Podcast. Yeah, there's no talking, and then at the very end, there's like really small type that says. You know, no one or in space no one can hear you scream and then it, oh yeah that's black. a famous line so that wouldn't have been really good on the podcast so joining me today is recurring guests angry dane and dr dare welcome aboard the commercial towing vehicle nostromo yes thanks popcorn priest we're i'm excited to be here ryan i don't know his face always looks moderately i'm, I'm super excited you just can't tell he just ate a delicious donut. I think this so motherfucker's he... <laughs> a robot. I think he's about to he's, force us to go investigate some shit that's going to kill us. He's one of the Ash or Bishop or one of the other alien, not alien, uh, uh, biomechanical <laughs> humans. Yeah. With that milk blood. <laughs> oh, jeez. So the description for this one, after a space merchant vessel receives an unknown transmission as a distress call, that's debatable, 
One they don't the, know that at first, right? True. Sorry. Yeah. One of the crew is attacked by a mysterious life form, and they soon realize that its life cycle has merely begun. Directed by Ridley Scott, The Goat. Top build stars Sigourney Weaver, Tom Skerritt, John Hurt, and also Mr. Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, dude. The older, the younger version of this Bilbo. This dude's had the ring for too long. He's a real jerk. Yeah. Runtime of one hour, 57 minutes, rated R. Genre on Rotten Tomatoes says, sci-fi horror compared to IMDb, horror sci-fi. What do you guys think about that? You got to do sci-fi first or on an effing spaceship. Yeah, it's not horror sci-fi. Rotten Tomatoes got it right again. Yeah. That's weird. It's, it's not... This this is like debunking my reason why I put it on the podcast because they're always wrong. But now they're usually it's right. terrible. The with Rambo it was terrible. Yeah, there was a couple where it was just action and that was the best. Mm-hmm. But rating from IMDb, can you guess the rating from eight hundred and three thousand reviews from IMDb? Eight point seven. Very close. Eight point three. Closer, 8.4, which is super high. I've been doing this for 70-plus episodes, and to get in the sevens is really good. If you're even high sixes, it's probably a really good movie, most likely. Worth watching. But in the eights and the nines, like Lord of the Rings is like 8.9. Yeah. So like this is, this is a great movie, yep. according to IMDb. We'll, and according to us. We'll describe it here in a minute. Yeah. But. Ron Tomatoes gives it a, this is from 126 critics. Can you guess the rating? 92. Close. 98%. Jeez. And I feel like the ratings, or the critic rating is low. 126 people have reviewed Alien. Like This is like the quintessential. Yeah, but Ron Tomatoes didn't exist. Yeah, but you could. These are a conglomerate. Like it's a over it's retroactive. time. Yeah, like you could. I could if I was a classified critic. You know, I could put another review on there and would add it add to the. Because they, they, I think there was a movie recently that was like Citizen Kane, that was at a hundred percent for like a billion years, and then some idiot went on and yeah, made dude. it go down to ninety nine. It was this big thing, and it's like. Whatever. So I, I don't know. I just felt like it was low, a low amount of rating, critic ratings. But from the audience on Rotten Tomatoes, it's 250,000 audience ratings. They, they gave it a 94. So pretty high. On $11 million budget, this made a worldwide box office haul of $87 million. This only cost $11 million? Yeah. And, th- and I, I get into it a little bit more in the trivia, but Ridley Scott was bored waiting for to start and to get the green light. So he did all the storyboards himself. It's like unfunded. And he's just spent the the downtime doing it. And then he showed it to the executives and they went from like a $4.5 million budget to an $11 million budget just on his preparation and storyboards. He's, he's an amazing artist. Like he does all of his own storyboards. His pitch for this is super famous too, for like, you know, less is more because all he said was like Jaws in space, and that's what sold the uh, whole thing. Correct. I think you said that the last time you said that. That's a per, that's the epitome of what this is. It's yeah. Talk well, about less is more. I mean, that's perfect. And I don't know. 
we will probably get more into this later, but these older movies, them not showing the creature as much, it's better. It's way better. Yeah. And, I realize they didn't have CGI, but like it, it just like signs. Well, like signs didn't show till the end. That movie was crazy. The whole design mantra of just because you can doesn't mean you should totally applies to these movies. Yeah. Correct. And a lot of times in these older movies too, they, they had sometimes budget constraints or time constraints. And so they had to make do. They made you use your it, imagination. And man. then they figured and solved those problems instead of yeah. just throwing money at the problem. So yeah. it's really awesome. This, your imagination's way scarier than what they're going to show you. This is the first one that I think my imagination didn't do it justice. The, the design of this alien is terrifying. It's really weird and bulbous and awesome. Yeah. So you, I didn't imagine anything this cool. The tail, I mean, the alien's design is It's It's perfect. unmatched, yeah. It's amazing. Back to Box Office Hall. Sorry, I didn't get this out, but it's impressive that this made $87 million compared to Prometheus, which made $126 million. But the difference was back in 79, it, it ran on 757 theaters versus 3,442 theaters. So the modern-day megaplexes out there uh, didn't exist. And so I just think that's it's impressive. It's a great movie. Where to watch this right now? The only place that I could find at the time of this recording to stream it for free is IMDb TV, which I didn't know was a thing. And you can stream it with ads or just buy the 4K version. Hmm. That's what I would recommend. Now to the most awesome section in podcasting, should or shouldn't you watch this? Five reasons why you should watch this. Number one, if you like sci-fi and you're a fan of Ridley Scott, you should watch this. Two, if you like horror done in the best way, you should watch this. Already mentioned by Angry Dane, if you liked Jaws and you want to see that in space, this is for you. Number four, if you want to see the genesis of the female protagonist, and in my opinion, the very best in that category, can you guys name a better female protagonist than Ridley or Ridley Scott? Ripley? Beatrix Kiddo. Mm. Yeah, she's pretty good. I don't know. No, that's, that's she a great... She is good. I mean, that... Yeah, I, I think that's Yeah, good. that's a great I one. couldn't think of like other... I mean, that's a great one, but I couldn't think of anything that's as good... As Sigourney's Weaver, Sigourney like, Weaver's portrayal. For you to just pull that out of your ass, that's actually an incredible. There's a lot of parallels. Like that's a great one. Yeah, I wrote a college paper on oh Beatrix Kiddo. Gosh, that's why bro. that's stored in there. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Can I read about that? About being be a female awesome. protagonist. Yeah. Anyway, that's dope. I didn't go to college, so I don't have any smart things. <laughs> you make our ship go. You're smart. <laughs> I think women. Hurt alien good. <laughs> I just felt like her 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 acting, the way she portrayed the character was just so natural. Like she took charge when she needed to. And even the guy who's the captain of the ship was, you know, pretty spineless and like I don't know, it was just really awesome. The, and I don't think they do it very good. I, maybe another one that comes to mind is um Sarah Connor from Terminator. Yeah, Sarah Connor had the Terminator as a main character too. True. Ripley holds it down on her own. So, yes. I mean, I love Sarah Connor, but Yeah. 
was she was this one of the first like horror movies where the woman is the main like i don't know the history enough but in your research popcorn priest is it was that kind of groundbreaking at the time yeah i mean to give you an idea they did and i'll get into this a little bit more but they did some test screenings and the women at first were kind of bummed about how the, they didn't really like Sigourney Weaver's portrayal of, of Ripley because they were comparing it to like Jane Fonda of the time. <laughs> and so it was like very progressive and very, you know, forward thinking and just not heard of yet. Yeah. So it's awesome. And number five, last but not least, this alien is the best designed alien of all time. Second only to the, probably the predator all hail HR Geiger. So can you name a better alien design? Dude, I mean, we have the entire world of Star Wars, so that's tough. But but like for a scary, like horror. Oh, what's the movie with Amy Adams where the aliens speak in that circular language? Uh, ri- Arrival. 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 Not as good as this, but definitely cool. I just as thought hell. that was really cool because they were not like humanoid and uh-huh. like anyway. I just, that comes to mind for me. I just think with with the the sheer creative, you know, it came from this. And H.R. Geiger talks about it a lot that this haunted his nightmares. This creature, and it was it was born out of this weird, you know, out of nothing. There was nothing that would draw it on. It was just brand new. And then the other thing that no, I think... he definitely it, drew on some stuff called dicks, bro. Well... Like, for sure. Lots of... Is here as a penis? Uh, he <laughs> over here, vagina, he penis. Yeah. So, yeah, if you watch the documentary, uh, watching him work is creepy. It is. But I think another thing that adds another layer to this alien is it's we get to see in the space of this movie and the next one, spoiler alert, the like stages, almost like a, like a worm or, or like a butterfly. We get to see it's, it's stages of life from the weird egg to the face hugger to how it, how it impregnates the host and then how the host germinates and it comes out and then it grows and then, the queen and the larva pupa. It's insane. Like, no, you don't get yeah. to see that with any, even like the, what's the show? Star, uh, Starship troopers. You don't get to see those. You get to see different versions of them. Kind of like ants, but no, not, it's not as cool as no. this. I can't no. think of anyone. So tweet me if you think I'm wrong, but I'm not. I so. mean, I think some of the like pans labyrinth, um, the del Toro. I mean, he, his designs are pretty weird and cool. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of got a similarity to Geiger, I think. Yeah. In addition, uh, speaking of Geiger, anyone who's into these movies should probably watch the Yodorowsky's Dune documentary. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Just we're gonna, we're going to talk a little quick. bit more about that too it's because beautiful. it's amazing how this movie got made because of how cool that movie was going, going to, to be. be. So. so Well, folks, find out even more trivia, more stats. Join us next week for part two of our review and breakdown. See you guys next week.